0: and i think that's mainly based on my political background understanding that favors a favor for a favor the highest currency in this world the most valuable currency in this world i was saying a favor surpasses money
1: hey explosive family welcome back to the explosive christians podcast we are back with another installment of i am my brother's keeper today our guest is my longest time friend you know even calling him a friend is weird this is my brother We've been through it all. This is Jones Maekiso. He's a businessman, a futurist, an entrepreneur, a father, a husband, and a stone-cold hustler. Here to talk on navigating your way between a startup and a small business. I am my brother's keeper. Brother. Who do you call when the going gets tough? Brother. Who do you count on? always have your back brother he who does not love his brother cannot love god brother now let the story begin brother brother Brother. can you do me a quick favor if you're listening hit the follow or the subscribe button it would really help to grow our explosive family what do you think is the difference between a startup and a small business because you've started both
0: so in my opinion, and I think I'd rather use the words, um, my, my, I'd rather um, paraphrase the interpretation I received from Vusi Timbacoa from one of these video seminars is that a startup business is, is, is as it explains itself, you can all, all large corporations, fortune 500s, um, your, 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 your oil, your oil, your oil game changers like shell and engine and, um, BP British petroleum. And now, previously Caltex now Astro, Astro, whatever, all, yeah. all start up as startups, but you wouldn't classify them as small business. Whereas yeah. a small business will be your local spaza shop. You know, um, it doesn't end beyond. Your street, really, if not your street, your, 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 your neighborhood or your suburb, that's a small business, and I think that that's what classifies the difference. And I think the thing about small business is just about its rate of expansion. Um, you can make a yeah. million Rand a year with a small business and you'll still be classified as a small business. Cause if I'm not mistaken with the banks as well, they classify you as a SMME up
1: until you make 5 million yeah. rand a year.
0: So if you're not making yeah. 5 million Rand a year, you're still a small business.
1: Don't you think that a small business or a, a startup is it, do you think it's it's, it's it's about the impact that you do or is it just starting a business? You know, is it, is it about innovation? Um, a startup will be more on an innovation and a small business is more on meeting an already, an, an already available market. So yes, like the difference is what, what do you think? You know, you, you say that a small business is, 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 is the inability to scale, right?
0: Uh, if I was to start a spousal shop here in my neighborhood, I'd be a small business. Right. Yeah. And the reason, and for me to scale above means now I'm now entering into the price of bit. Now I'm now entering into, yeah, the next stage is technically micro than medium, but it's supposed, but it's big business now. Now I'm entering into the next thing because a spazza shop is someone that's supposed to compete with your pick and pay, your Shoprite, your checkers, you know? Yeah. But it's to bring those and running it from a point of a spazza shop it's most people that start a spazer shop or whatever don't really have the aim or the goal to start the next pick and pay shop right checkers. They just Mm. want, they just want to sell a product, make their money, pay their bills. And I think that's the difference between startup and small business. Whereas a startup business is someone that looks at pick and pay and be like, I'm your next competitor, you know? Yeah. Um, All's open and whatnot, whatnot. And you place a bid i place a bid for the same square footage you know i'm a contender i'm just as viable of a contender as you would be like your cambridge food etc
1: so what challenges did you face when you were starting a small business that you wanted to create into a startup
0: so the thing is right now i'm actually i'm currently operating within two industries right i mean i'm operating within the logistics and mining sector which is what i would actually classify as my startup business Mm. Um, and, um, also operating in the technological phase, social media management and website creation, simply just because I have, um, I've got the educational background in information technology that I might as well, I decided, let me put my diploma to use the main thing about, and I just want to like go briefly into the, 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 the technology, the, the technological business specifically is mm. I treat that more of a side hustle than I actually treat it as my main hustle. So, for example, mm. um, with this business, I'm not actively looking for clients. I'm not act, like clients just come by. It's not like I'm trying to push sales targets. It's not like I'm trying to. It's not like I'm trying to network on it or whatever. I, I literally mm-hmm. just teach it as I treat it as a touch and go hobby, and that's my <clears> mindset behind it. I'm not trying to turn it into the next um, Facebook or Instagram. I'm actually even trying to get out of the business. Like you know, I just want to say like. I'm just waiting for like May to hit. And then in May it hits, I'm sending all my clients their final notice, you know, sending them their final notices and everything. And I'm giving them references to whoever wants to do my, pursue the services I was offering to them. Um, but whereas my my my, my, my 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 logistics business, now that that is my startup, you know. And yeah. the main challenge that I faced with that, with the logistics business, obviously because getting into the logistics space, it's a very... Um, it's a very secluded market that the barriers to in you have to start as a subcontract and to get a subcontract you have to know someone in you have to either know the company that has the direct contract because many fake subcontracts are released um you'll find that the rate that was given is actually a nonsense rate um the original contract would pay a thousand rand per ton and by the time the rate gets to you it's 600 650 a ton and that's barely covering your um your overheads yeah
1: and
0: you also the, the, you also have the problem of the, the 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 barrier based on capital, the capital to enter the market. And I mean, a brand new truck and trailer is two point six million rand.
1: Yeah. Uh, and how do you even get access to those as a young as a young startup as a young um, company? How do you even get access to those funds?
0: Exactly. Like, how do you get access to those funds? You can't go to um, your 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 standard um, lending institutions without the appropriate credit record and the appropriate sureties. And being what, I'm 23 this year, being 23, I have not accrued such resources yet. So Mm. one of the ways that we've been, one of the ways that we have been doing it is trying to go in the old fashioned way, which is sending a company in under, into the mines database, allowing us to be, to allowing us to get a vendor number, to allowing us to bid for direct contracts towards which contracts can be then used as surety. So that has been our approach, that has been our strategy and approach. Moving forward now, but to to highlight basically on your question is the, the the challenges that I faced in my startup business were mainly the barriers to entry, which was heavily capital intensive. If you don't have the resources and connections to 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 embed yourself within the company's database, you have to mm. have two point six million rand to start off as a subcontract to prove that you can do the work. Um, mm. My challenges i faced in my small business um besides my own laziness besides my own laziness (laughs) yeah purely external factors yeah yeah um it's getting clients to pay on time um Uh, making clients understand that they're not paying for me to post a picture on mm -hmm. instagram they are paying for the knowledge and experience i've attained to post the picture on the instagram you know, they're paying for yeah. what my time is worth. And obviously, before I received my qualification, I charged a lot less. But now that I've post qualification, I charge a lot more because my
1: time is worth more now. <laughs> and- As I think it was, I think was it Fat Joe or DJ Callan where he said yesterday's price is not today's price. Exactly, man. Yesterday's price isn't today's <laughs> price. This is
0: genuinely telling a company that listen. Because essentially, what I am is, I'm just like I'm a digital marketing firm. Basically, what I am, if I, yeah. want, to really, if I want to make it easy for everyone to understand and your listeners to understand. So yeah, that mainly is is it's anyone can post a picture on Facebook, you know? Yeah, you're you're paying for my ta- taking time out of my schedule to post your picture on Facebook to add a caption towards it, to re include the relevant hashtags so that way it ensures that your specific product reaches the audience that it's meant to reach. Then the next part is actually setting up a digital shop because there's no point in having 2000 followers, but no one is buying a thing, you know? Yeah. And making my making clients understand that all of these things are a process. I mean, if they want a quick fix, they can just go buy followers. Yeah. Um, which is also a strategy I do recommend as well. If you want a quick fix, if you want to boost, if you want to boost, people are like sheep, especially on Instagram. They're like sheep. When they see one account has 15,000 followers, they're just more inclined to follow than the account that has one follower. You know? That's true. Or 20 followers or whatever. They, you're just more inclined to follow. You're more inclined to like, you're like, you in your mind, you look at it like, what are 15,000 people interested in?
1: Mm-hmm. I should also be interested in that. And you're just more likely to follow. And, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, building the relationships, building uh, building the connections. You know, how – and, you know, one thing if, if, if people don't know about you is that there's one talent that i always admired about you, you know, that I, I've even said to you in the past is that you have the ability for people to like you. You have the ability for people to, you know, to do business with you. You know, you're an excellent networker, you know. Um so my question is how important has it been to build relationships with the right people in your ventures, whether small business or startup?
0: I'd say it's extremely important. Um with my logistics company. Um Yeah. The only reason why we are able to get as far as we have gotten now is mm-hmm. purely based on connections. You know. My my one yeah. my 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 one friend's um, father is is actually helping us towards the most part, and that's a connection that I built, in, ensuring that that friendship itself is nurtured and it lasts. Um,
1: yeah,
0: I always had a philosophy that between the friends that you make between eighteen and twenty five are your connections when you're forty five to fifty. You know.
1: Wow, that's
0: true. Wow, that's so true yeah and I mean when you go to campus you're chilling with the next you're chilling with the next judge of the next judge of the high court you're chilling with the next police officer the next police commissioner the next politician the next uh, medical surgeon the next um et cetera whatever position you can think of yeah I'm saying you have access to them um like I know a few people that are studying law i know yeah. I'm never, i've i've always been an advocate towards bending the law a little bit. So I mean hey man <laughs> these things happen. So um when 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 bouts against the law begin to happen and these things happen as a businessman, you are bound to get in trouble with the law. It it, it mm. it's a fact, it's gonna happen. Um whether whether or not you're in the wrong or whether or not you're in the right, um I mean the law even targets churches for for, for yeah. some on road. And you think a church would be amongst one of the most cleanest businesses around, but
1: you know, saps is mm. on them. And in South Africa, we know very much well of that.
0: Yeah, you know. Um, so <laughs> yeah, the importance of networking for me has always just been based on that fact to know that um, even if you might not be able to help me now, that doesn't mean I should cast you aside. Yeah me in future, I might be able to help you in future. And when that happens, um, obviously, you, you kind of sit really, so I always put I put heavy, I put heavy, um, in, I put heavy importance on networking. Um, yeah. And I think that's mainly based on my political background understanding that favors a favor for a favor. The highest currency in this world, the most valuable currency in this world. I was saying a favor surpasses money.
1: That is so true. That is absolutely true. And I love the way that you said it. You know, I was reading, I've been reading this book called Business Secrets from the Bible. And one of the things that it says is that, you know, you have to be a, I'm paraphrasing it, but you have to be a people's person and this is one of the uh, an old jewish wisdom which is a favor is so valuable is that this is and this is what this is what it it even says is that you're more prone to love somebody or favor somebody that you help more than you are uh more than somebody that helps you you know and that is all about what i'm saying is building the relationships, building the networks, nurturing, helping in in whatever way you can because you see the potential in the future. 100%. Okay, so I was saying with that in mind,
0: um, one of the traps that I'd usually fall in, especially without helping one, um, helping a person out, is one of the lessons that I had to learn for myself is actually learning how to target to targeted assistance. I call it targeted assistance. Using an example now, if I help, so I have connections in the music industry. I've yeah. somewhat pulled a little bit of connections in the music industry. If I help an artist blow up, then I've helped them blow up and whatnot whatnot. The, 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 the main importance is understanding that when you use your resources and connections mm-hmm. to assist an external, to ex, to assist Externally, outside of you, yeah, there is a risk that you bear, um, which is, for example, using the artist. Now I introduce him to the one of the producers that I know, big sharp producers that I know, yeah, um, and he just embarrasses me, or he flops, or he doesn't show up on time, or etc. 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 You know that that's a risk mm. I bear, and that's a tarnish, that's tarnishment to my name. So. Mm in as much as in we have a, we have a, we have a saying saying which means that hands wash like hands wash each other mm. when assisting when 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 building and assisting a friend or a colleague or whatever mm. you should always keep and you should always you should always you should always um you should always be mindful of the risk factor that you are now placing on yourself cuz even though the initial even though the initial outbreak might go well some, mm-hmm. somewhere along the line there could always be something somewhere along the line that tarnishes what it is that you are trying to establish what it is you're trying to build and personally mm-hmm. i figure if you're going to offer assistance rather offer assistance in targeted areas where you are focused if you're going to put your time and energy into something put it into something that you are already trying to build i'm a good business consultant cuz i understand maths on a yeah, on a, on a on a business level, understanding how much, I'm the kind of guy that can calculate how much each single cornflake costs. <laughs> I don't know exactly how many grams the corn, how many gram, like how much each gram costs me. Yeah. Um, and before I would offer that I would offer that knowledge and service for free, and receive no benefits toward and receive no benefits from it. And there's nothing to say that there's nothing wrong and, and it's not to say that there's nothing wrong with helping. It's yeah. About how, it's just about understanding. But when you help, you can't continuously keep helping for free because you paid. I my parents paid school fees for me to attain this business knowledge. That you is know, true. That is true. Time. So I can't just be dishing out this knowledge for free. You gotta respect the time and money that was placed into the knowledge I am now providing to you.
1: So how, you know, and and you touched on a few things there, and I wanna you know that uh, that example of what you said is that when when somebody flops on you when somebody's unreliable you know yeah. um you know uh i also started a small business roundabout about the same time you started another business let me tell you guys we are serial entrepreneurs we've tried everything we have you know he's you know he's mentioning um music he's mentioning logistics he's mentioning um uh, uh social media networking I mean marketing is mentioned uh, so many other and there's so many other businesses that we have ventured into uh, also myself I've, I've done a few businesses on, on on my side some successful some um have ended up in failure I want to see from your side you know because I remember there was one business that you started a a few years ago it was a car wash right yeah I want to know when you started that business. What what did you realize? What, did you realize that this was a career potential business for you, or was it a a business that you just saw that you could do because of your talents and your and your ability to, as you said, you know to to calculate each piece of cornflake, you know, and make that business profitable? Was it mm-hmm. career or talent driven?
0: neither actually man it was just, it was purely coincidental <laughs> purely purely coincidental um, okay so it was around about the time i found out I, I, uh, my girlfriend was pregnant yeah and i was 21, 20, 21 yeah around 21 yeah and i just had and i didn't really have a means of making money um mm. so, I to, so i went to uh the best startup businessman. So I went to, I went to two different kinds of, pers- I went to three different people. Um, and I got yeah. to two different perspectives and then my one friend, the third person, um, yeah. is what actually helped tie everything together. Right. So I went to a friend of mine that, um, that grew up rich, you know? Okay. So on his side, when I said I need to hustle, he couldn't fully understand yes you could you can understand you can be rich and still have that hustle ambition and drive but you don't have that mm. same hunger he, he, mm. so his He's advice bad. was to you know just finish off my degree and see things as they go along you know wait <laughs> okay yeah, that's, it's good it's good advice finish your degree don't drop out of school that, that's good advice
1: <laughs> okay yeah
0: hey, my guy you you've sorted me out for three three to five years what are we doing yeah. now you know, what are we doing now?
1: <laughs> yeah. And
0: the next thing came up is, then I went to the next guy and he was like, hey, bro, you gotta work. And I'm like, I hear you. See, now, 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 now we're talking the language.
1: <laughs> and what is the background of the second guy?
0: Um, I can't, I don't know if you grew up, I also grew up rich, but didn't grow up as rich as the as the one friend. But he had started his own business, uh, from scratch built it up you know and he's yeah. going forward and, and 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 been going forward with it yeah Um. so now for me to go to him and I went to him and I'm like yo oh my god I need to make money you know I'm having my <laughs> daughter I don't know much about fathering but if there's one thing I know is that it ain't easy when you're broke <laughs> <laughs> that's as
1: much as you know <laughs>
0: That's as much as I know. Don't ask me how to change diapers, diaper. Don't ask me how to both a child. I just know it ain't easy when you're broke.
1: You know? Yeah. Hey, family. Just a quick one. If you're keen on learning about the financial markets or trading with me in the LMG Virtual Trading Room, hit me up on the Patreon page for as like low as $33 or 500 Rand a month for the South African listeners you can get weekly trade signals send me a dm if you need more information on ig all the links are in the description thanks
0: and one of the first things i had and I, um, I went and i went to his barbershop um because he owned He's just started his barbershop up i went to his barbershop up mm. and like for two to three weekends i was sweeping floors for free you know yeah i was like I'm wow. I'm on a network, you know, like, I'm like, here's my biggest opportunity to network, man. Everyone who's everyone in Bluefontaine literally goes to that barbershop, man. From one of the, one of the top dogs at BMW dealership to, to another billionaire, Vuce Tempacuaya himself actually even went to that barbershop. Mm. Um, so I was like, that was my, if I'm on a network, that's my best opportunity to network, you know? And he told me his yeah. story about how he used to be a pizza delivery guy and he was just delivering pizza, he had the right attitude. And then eventually where he delivered pizza at one guy and that specific guy gave him a job and then from eventually after he after his job he started his own he started his own um thingy shop started his own business and started his own uh, supplement shop which then evolved into a barber shop and for male 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 grooming so he was a full-on um nah was promoting men's health from oh i see um, supplements etc to, yeah as well as now also looking good like now you've got the good body now look good look neat look clean
1: so mm. um
0: yeah um so on the third weekend he was like the average time back then of cutting hair was like 19 and he was like a lot of people here after they get their haircut they go to Cassie to go wash their car and i'm like mm. and he's like just open up just like open up he says i'll give you he gave me 1, 000, 1, 300, 1, 300 mm. a thousand a thousand three hundred a thousand three hundred grand and credit line thousand three hundred grand and a credit line he bought me all the equipment i needed and he also gave me a credit line um with um thingy with 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 chemcore one of the one of the chemical stores here uh yeah cleaning chemical stores whatnot so i was getting all my um equipment and stuff from Chemcore and I... so wow with I was literally just working weekends, man. And not, not even full weekends. I showed up Friday at like 12 o'clock, 12 to mm. 5. And then Saturday from 9 o'clock all the way to like, uh, what's this? 5 o'clock as well. 4 5 o'clock. Yeah. And Sundays was off. And I was taking back like 3,000, 3, 4,000 rand a month, you know. Uh just watching cars two days specifically, so I was like, okay, that 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 was actually a good business, and it did help me solve my immediate problem. I needed cash, and now I had cash.
1: How did you get him to trust you? You know, because that, that that's an amazing story if you think about it. Um, I I think you already answered it, but you know, I just want to hear from your own words.
0: Um, so I like watching YouTube psychology videos, right? And the reason why I mentioned yeah. this is because that's where I learned how to specifically communicate and getting your intentions across. And as well as building trust, building trust and rapport, Mm. um, studying Jordan Belfort, as well as, um, various YouTube channels. I learned that in the art of communication that tend to give as much as they're given. Right. Mm. So there was a portion of myself that I did have to give to him, like my, like that, that essence of vulnerability telling him, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know yeah. what to do. I need your help. I'm willing to mm-hmm. offer my time in the trust that when something does pop up, you'll consider me, you know, mm-hmm. and this is a relationship wow. that, I've had, that I've had with, um, with him specifically over years. Um, I think I met him in 2014 when his shop just opened up and still And that that th- go to the shop, I wouldn't really, I'd really just buy like an energy drink or something. But he's always been one to 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 help. And um, even when yeah. he had like a a high school career day and I didn't have products to sell or whatever, he said I could. He said yeah. I could. He said I could use these products pro rata, you know. Yeah. Um, bringing in um bringing in energy drinks and bringing in um a supplement a supplement tub so that way I could like make pre-workouts and whatever um mm. and he sold everything to me at cost you know he didn't even he didn't even want to make uh. money that he just sold everything to me at cost when i had to, when i went to him at 21 he's someone that that would that would know but also i felt like um what's this especially wise as well i felt like our god also just like just brought his name in because it's been a while since i saw him so especially wise i felt like god just said go to that man he'll help you and i was like "I." Right, cool. mm-hmm yeah I'm not gonna ask questions
1: it's gonna help. <laughs> wow and, and and I love what you just said you know spiritually wise you just allowed for God to lead you and yeah. you know and that that's that's a very tricky topic you know when we when it comes to you know us being you know you're Christian I'm Christian um some of the viewers on on this are also Christian if they're not uh yeah. we welcome you to the family but being a christian and doing business with the world you know what does that mean for you
0: i'd like to believe that there's a i'd like to believe it simply means there's a bible verse that talks about how how cunning how cunning how cunning how man must uh how you must be as gentle as a butterfly but then as cunning as a serpent you know
1: mm. if i if i may it's it's yeah. uh, you must be as gentle as a dove and but as as um as cunning as a as a serpent i think the one that you're thinking of is butterfly is the is the famous muhammad ali say
0: no float like a butterfly staying like a bee nah matthew 10 verse 16 behold i send you forth as sheep in the so the bible says behold i send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves be therefore wise as serpents and harmless. Yeah, yeah it does. The way yeah. I interpret that scripture is that when you're going into business, you're going as a sheep into the world, the world is now the wolves, your competitors. are Why?
1: Mm.
0: because they want to eat you alive. They don't want to see your mm. business rise, because when your business rise, it means that their profit margins are decreasing, they're not making as much sales, because people mm. are opting for your product now. Yeah, and yeah, this there's a nice, beautiful socialist saying that says, no, there's there's plenty of pie. There's plenty of pie for everyone. The pie is big enough for everyone. And it's yeah. true. There's enough money for everyone to go around. The problem is greed is a factor. With greed, there's not enough money. Mm. Mm.
1: <laughs>
0: you know? But anyway, yeah. um, coming back to that, it's so that's how I interpret doing business with the world. Um, being as cunning as a serpent. You know, being as wise yeah. as a serpent. Understanding that you should be a shrewd businessman. You should, you should, you should, you should be able to. You shouldn't be naive into believing that there isn't someone that's gonna take the food out your mouth. Um, Ray Kroc mm-hmm. said in the McDonald's brothers movie, "If I see my competitor drowning, I'm putting a hose in his mouth and opening the tap." You know. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's like that, if there's people like that coming for you, you need to be yeah. able to see them. But then, being as harmless as a dove, it means that I don't go out of my way to sabotage your business. I don't sabotage. Mm-hmm. My I don't do. I don't. I don't. Let's say if we're having a full. If 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 we're if we're both if we're both pastry chefs, I don't put rats yeah. in your. pa I don't put rats in your kitchen, you know. Yeah. Being as harmless as a dove. Yeah. But I should be smart enough to know that you might put
1: rats in my kitchen. <laughs> So you need to prepare and 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 make sure and and mitigate any problems that your competitors will try to to bring on your table.
0: Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. um, and that's personally what I think it means to do business with the world. It means that even though I have the ability to sabotage yeah. you, I'm as harmless as a dove, and I don't. But mm-hmm. I'm not so naive to believe that you won't sabotage me. Um, A practical business lesson now is you using the car wash as an example because the car wash actually killed yeah. me a lot. Um, yeah. I, I, did, I had I a had I had, I had, um, if. He, that asked if he could work for me. I said, it's cool.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: he came on and we were washing cars together. And I'm like, hey, we had a mutual friend Um, who had a car. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I've got a market right now with the cricket team. They really want someone to just go to the field and wash their cars. I don't have mm. transport. You and a friend have transport run the car wash. here's how much these guys are willing to pay i'll pay you guys thingy i said i think i was i think i was willing to take 30 rand i think they were were willing to pay 120 for a small car 150 for a big car i said i just want Mm. 20 rand i just i said i want 20 rand from the small car 30 rand from the big car and then they can keep the rest Mm. and i even told them that i'll supply everything that they need i said i'll supply everything so i'll this is i'll take 20 rand 30 i'll take 20 rand to 30 and i'll supply everything if you need sponges soaps whatever I'll pay for everything, you know, yeah, uh, for me it was providing an opportunity. instead, mm-hmm. what happened to me now is I was naive, you know. Mm. I was naive. They went on to just start their own mobile car wash, but they obviously mm. realized my clients, but because one of them, obviously the one the, my friend that had been that, that which was one of the business partners that said, had been seen with me, it was it was assumed that it was all one large business. Mm. When I had to set the record straight, saying, nah, that's that business, this is my business. You know, so that is that is that is, that is an example of Christian naivety. I was like, we're both okay. Christian, yeah, we're both go to the same church. I mean, here's an opportunity for us both <laughs> to build. But you know, that wasn't the case.
1: That wasn't the case. Uh okay. yeah. So, so again, you as, as an as a Christian, you know, and you and you said something early on. Um, said something early on. You've been known to to bend, not break, but bend the law a little bit. <laughs> so, what do you think? You know, as a Christian in business, what is the ethical line between lega- legality and your Christian moral line? Where does it Where does it lie? You know, I know we have this we've had discussions about this in the past, and um, you know, somewhat we agree, somewhat we disagree, and mm-hmm. it's always been affected in our own personal businesses. For you, what where does that line? Where do we cross into from being a Christian in the in business and going for going into uh being uh, dangerous and no more harmless as a dove? That's actually an interesting question.
0: Um so like I said, i bend, like, I, I believe in bending. I believe in bending the law bending the rules, you know, testing its tensile strength, <laughs> pushing the line back. Yeah. I just like seeing, okay, but this is, this is, we can do this. You know, no, not, I'm going to use example as bribery, right? I'm going to use an example such as bribery, right? Um, okay. Bribery, bribery is wrong. Right. That's the opinion right now. Bribery is wrong. So mm-hmm. my friend you're on the N1 in um no not anyone you're in Sanson, you're on revolver yeah. road right mm. uh, you're clocking a nice one foot you know it's like oh, the okay are, it's just clocking a nice smooth one foot yeah okay. yeah yeah you get pulled over by a traffic cop
1: yeah
0: and he shows you the ticket and he tells you that this ticket is either three thousand rand <laughs> or what okay are what are you doing Morally, you should pay the 3,000 rand. That's what your morals are telling you to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But deep down, you know, hey, let me just pay this 500 and I'm gone. It'll be like it never happened. And now the, 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 the and I want to bring this in and tie to my earlier conversation. Like I said, the cost of favors, essentially a bribe mm. is, is, is is the price of a favor. He's doing you a favor by not dragging you through court. You're doing him a favor by by by, by, by giving him an early bonus. <laughs> what, does, what does Proverbs say? A gift given in secret will soothe. Like, thinking, if a man is angry at you, a gift given in secret will soothe him. That's your gift given in <laughs> secret. He's angry to have to pull you over. <laughs> angry to break him alone. You know, so... Mm. Um, tying this into your question now literally like seriously wise um giving 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 it now the way there's a way that the world works right and this comes also coming back to being as cunning being as cunning as a serpent but as harmless as a dove there's, mm. a, way that, there's a way that the world works and there's a way that the world conducts business mm. and you have to understand those principles in order to obviously to, to 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 thrive as well as you applying your own heavenly principles such as being as harmless as a dove in terms of Christian mm-hmm. moral and where the morals kick in, it's I always reference back to "give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give unto the Lord what is the Lord." You know. Mm. Okay, I and like now, that. You can take that scripture specifically, and you can attach it to text specifically, and only attach it to text because the mm-hmm. question itself was in was in was in was in was in was in, um, was in context. Yeah, in context of text, but yeah. you can take the. It's often applied in context of business. Who mm. is Caesar at that moment? Is it the traffic officer or is it the high court? Who is Caesar at that moment? Mm. You get um uh, even when wow. you do business and you need to bribe someone or whatever. Um, we live in South Africa, bribes are a part of or unfortunately a part of the day-to-day life. But yeah, if if you take a if you if you view a bribe as the price of a favor. Your mindset itself mm. shifts. So, if I'm asking you to do me a favor by ignoring mm-hmm. what's leading to me, I must give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Mm. That I is. Need you to give me a contract or a tender to build 10 houses. And I'm asking yeah. you a favor to put me in above all the other competitors. I must give to Caesar mm-hmm. what is Caesar's. That's the fa- it's a favor I'm asking you. I owe you something now. I must give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar.
1: But then the question, you know, I have this question for you now is what, Mm. you know, you're able and let's say you're in the position to afford that favor. You know, Mm. what happens to the people that are not able to afford that favor? Well, won't they look at your your actions as as, you know, here's a word that I don't like this word because it it means it's different. um, It's different based on the prospection, but wouldn't people look at your bribe or look at your actions as corrupt? And, and or oh, here's another word that I really dislike, also something that I learned from the uh, book, uh, Business Secrets from the Bible. Um, it is fair. You know, fair is a word that, that really, um, that doesn't exist, you know, because it's not in the Hebrew language. So mm-hmm. wouldn't your actions be deemed as unfair
0: now you're talking in the context of what what would now be my competitors
1: mm, that okay don't
0: have access to that that don't have access so i i bribe for work i am unable to do if i'm able to build the 10 houses where mm. was the where was the corruption people don't have a problem with the corruption what people actually have a problem with is the mismanagement of funds and the lack of service delivery, mm. the resources and the access to the what you'd now what you now phrase as corruption. If they provide yeah. the service delivery, people don't care how the tender was awarded. At the end of the day, the service that was complete, the service that needed to be done is complete, and that mm. is what
1: separates.
0: And that I believe is what is if if you take corruption. Corruption itself isn't the problem. The problem is the mismanagement of funds and the misallocation of funds and Mm. lack of service delivery. If you tackle that aspect, corruption in itself is not a problem because you don't see people complaining. No, it's unfair. That company got the tender. You see them complaining. That company got the tender, but there's no houses. That company got the tender. There's no bridge.
1: If there's a bridge, they don't (laughs) get a hoople bridge. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that one Trevor Noah Trevor Noah joke where in South Africa you know people get the tender but they don't they get the tender to build 10 houses they build one and and pocket nine of pocket nine of the houses basically the money for to build the remaining nine so that's what you're saying that's the problem you know (laughs) if (laughs) you like you said if you're gonna build if you're gonna have a tender of 10 build nine still one not the other way around (laughs) you
0: know like And I think that that's also the thing. Like, and and to be honest, sometimes it'll be even people even be lucky if they even see the one of ten houses. You know, nowadays (laughs) they just level the ground and they're gone. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, so now in terms of what is fair, and like I like how you said it. Fair is not in the Hebrew language. You know. Um. Here's a here's an interesting question. As a Christian, and being that mm-hmm. God a God who provides and God is a and at like as a Christian, using Old Testament as an example, do you believe mm-hmm. that 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 God's people, the Jews, had an mm-hmm. unfair advantage against the the the, the men of other, the the men of other tribe, men and women of other
1: tribe, knowing that God mm-hmm. That's interesting. That is a very interesting point because there were other people, you know. There was the mo Moab, Moab, what is it? Mo, Moabite, sorry. Moabites, Canaanites, um, uh, Philistines, but God chose the Israelites. You
0: yeah. know, so that that, mm. that 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 brings back to the question of fair, right? Mm. When you operate as a Christian business person, you need to operate with the you need to operate in favor, right? Um, wow. Yeah. And you having the resources to be as cunning as a serpent, and giving to see, C- and being able to give to Caesar what is Caesar's, mm. is an example. I believe I've come to believe is an example of that favor. It's favor mm. that, that awarded you the contract. It's favor that blessed you with the circumstances to be able to attain the contract. You know, mm. or the tender, or whatever. It's favor yeah. that someone look at your bed and be like you know what let me give this thing let me give this to him you know mm. all of those aspects of favor so if you want to say it's unfair then the person you're saying is unfair too is not me you're saying it's unfair yeah. that god has given me the resources to operate in this world of
1: in the world of wolves wow no i absolutely i love i love your answer my brother um you know wrapping up into the final question uh-huh. what will you well what can you say to the future self who will one day relook at this conversation you know what do you have to say to that person
0: so future self my future self is gonna have a lot of money a lot of money.
1: <laughs> yeah A lot. of, <laughs> and- of course
0: one thing that i've one thing that i've known is that money 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 has the tendency to obviously expose you um Mm. it shows it shows you who you really are but i don't think it shows you who you really are i think it just amplifies who you really are so you are who you Mm. are but now you just have the resources to amplify it Um, Mm. so what i would say is There's a lot of people that don't like me now. There's a whole mm-hmm. lot of people that don't like me then. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's okay. And just um, mm. I don't want to say don't forget where you come from because I feel like that's so cliche and that's so corny, and really, yeah. it's something that it's something that really just loses context. Now um, mm. if if I come from if I as an example, if I come from poverty. And I'm rich now does that mean I should still have the mindset of when I was in poverty, it doesn't make sense. Mm, uh, or yeah. uh, I've to interpret it in such a way that doesn't make sense. What I'd say to myself is, uh, spend more time, spend more time, just viewing your surroundings, keeping a positive attitude and have the same energy and spirit to, to attain the next contract as when I have as I'm attaining my first contract, you know when the next next million clocks in, I should still be as excited as when the first million as when the first million will come
1: Mm, love that answer, my brother thank you for being on the podcast thank you for being and having this discussion, we really appreciate you here
0: thank you for having me brother
1: All right, cool, signing out signing out Now, family, I want to reaffirm that you are God's special weapon formed from his love for his kingdom work. You are an explosive Christian. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, follow us, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this from. Follow us on our socials. The links are in the description. Have a great one, guys.